When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Bud Light, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Sooner football has been brought to you by OG&E. We energize life and by State Farm. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Now, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Trips right, tight end left is Stockner. Back to pass Rattler for the first time. Steps up in the pocket, looking deep. He heaves it from McGowan down the sidelines. He's got it at the 25 and tackled at the 20-yard line. Seth McGowan out of the backfield, the first big play of the day. Split backs, they got Pledger and Hall in the backfield to each side of Rattler. Stogner the tight end, Rambo in motion, circling behind the formation, handoff goes to Pledger, first down to the 10, crashing to the 5, get off of me, touchdown, T.J. Pledger. He was met by a frog at the 3 and shook him, and he's into the end zone, and the Sooners strike first in Cowtown. It is over in Fort Worth, and Oklahoma wins it today. Back-to-back wins in the Big 12, back-to-back wins in the Metroplex. 33-14 the final. Chris Plank is headed to the locker room. Postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley and the victorious Sooners coming up. Postgame thoughts of Teddy Lehman right now. What would you think? I thought it was good. Good, clean football game. I thought the running game was better. I thought Spencer Rattler had probably his best performance. I don't know if yardage-wise and touchdown-wise it was his best performance, but no mistakes, clean with it. We talked about maybe a couple of poor reads in the zone read game, but... I thought he was great. He was fantastic creating in the pocket and keeping his eyes downfield. Um, I thought our wide receivers had a pretty big day going downfield and making some plays. Uh, defensively, really good. 
TCU's really limited offensively. That with that offensive line, they just can't block people. They can't get their running game going. All that considered, I, I thought our defense, you know, played pretty well. Gave up a couple of plays there late, but for the most part, that's our cleanest football game, probably by far. Gabe, what'd you think? Defensively, you you look at it, and I mean, I just took a look at the stats, and, and you knew TCU whether it was with Duggan or with some of those young backs that they wanted to run the football, right? That That's something they wanted to do. And they had 75 yards rushing. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't care how you want to break it down. That's a really good performance. We knew coming into this game that if Oklahoma's defense could force Max Duggan to beat them throwing the football, that you loved their chances in this game. And that's exactly what happened. They executed the game plan. Were there mistakes? Yes. Were there some missed tackles? Yes. But I agree with Teddy. That is the cleanest performance we've seen on the defensive side of the ball for Oklahoma. And then offensively, did some good things in the running game. I still think it can be better. You can eliminate some of those negative or zero rushing yard plays by making some better decisions at the quarterback position. But it was a lot of fun watching how aggressive Lincoln Riley was yeah. pushing the ball down the field. He knew that with what TCU do, does defensively, it turns into man-to-man -man quite a bit, and he took shot how many after deep, shot. How many deep shots did they take? I mean, that? like, it felt like 10. Yeah, I agree. That's I mean, good. I mean, uh, big I, throws. I was talking about it during the during the game. That changes the way a defensive coordinator calls defense. You know, if they're piled in there against the run and you start airing it out in, into one-on-one, -on -one, they've got to give those guys some help and uh, put two high safeties and, and get the numbers back in your favor for running the football. Looking for more college football action following our broadcast? Check out the College Football Blitz by going to the College Sports Now channel on the free TuneIn app. It's the college football audio version of the NFL Red Zone channel every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Central Time. Just search College Sports Now on the TuneIn app to find the College Football Blitz. Sooners win at 33-14. Postgame show rolls on next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back to the Bud Light post-game show. Whenever there's a Sooner game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. Sooner football brought to you by Riverwind, home to a luxury hotel, fine dining, and never-ending rewards. Riverwind is still the one. Sooners win it today, 33-14. Here in Fort Worth, recapping the scoring, Oklahoma had another good first quarter. They got an opening drive field goal, excuse me, a touchdown, seven-yard 13-yard, let me start over. OU jumped in front on an opening drive touchdown. 13-yard run by T.J. Pledger made it 7-0. Then a 40-yard field goal from Burkich on their second possession. 10-0 OU. The Sooners, Teddy, have now outscored their opponents 68-3 in the first quarter this year. Yeah, they get up to that hot start, and, you know, it's almost like an option offense. You can't replicate... Oklahoma and what they do with the scout team, the speed, the route combinations, uh, the size of their offensive line. So I think it's pretty shocking to teams whenever they first come out and face them in the first quarter. And then we see defenses typically settle in a little bit. So yeah, it's not too surprising that we jump out on people that much. 
What I was happy about is the way we finished in the fourth quarter. That's what's been really lacking for us. Sooners went up 17-0, opening drive second quarter on the 50-yard bomb to Marvin Mims. TCU got on the board for the first time on their next possession. Six-yard run by DeMarque Foster on a fourth-and-one call made it 17-7. Then late in the first half, both teams exchanged missed field goals. 54-yard try hit the crossbar from Burkich. Griffin Kell pushed a 49-yarder wide right, and it was 17-7 OU at halftime. Sooners dominated the third quarter. After forcing a three and out, they went down, kicked a field goal, 22-yarder by Burkich, made it 20-7. Next time they got it, they scored quickly. 61-yard pass to Marvin Mims was a great catch, and OU led it 27-7. Opening drive, fourth quarter, they tacked on a field goal. 32-yarder from Burkich made it 30-7. Late in the game, TCU got a touchdown. 11-yard pass from Duggan to Pro Wells made it 30-14. Then OU is taking a knee, trying to run out the clock late in the game when Gary Patterson starts calling timeouts. So Lincoln Riley said fine, and he kicked a field goal, a 30-yarder from Burkich, and that gave us the final score of 33-14. It'll be interesting, Gabe, to see if uh, Gary Patterson and or Lincoln Riley have anything to say about that final exchange in the postgame that was it bizarre. was it was bizarre uh, it was funny and it it made no sense I mean we had seen Gary Patterson just a few drives before punt on fourth and one when they were down in that football game <laughs> and then he decides he wants to call timeouts when the other team's taking it it was bizarre bizarre exchange but it was wasn't it nice to have yeah. an uneventful fourth quarter. Yeah, see these guys uh, play well in the fourth. Defense was settled in there, really nice. Uh, you know, the running game was there. We were moving the chains whenever we needed to. So, yeah, I, I, again, just the cleanest football game we've played this year and a, a moment that you feel like walking away from it, okay, you know, if things happen our way, then we got a chance to be in the Big 12 championship as Iowa State forces their first turnover against Oklahoma State. And, you know, that's, in my opinion, that's who you're rooting for to win that game. So, yeah, I, if we can continue to play like that, we got a chance. Whether Brahms is your stop for a burger and ice cream or your weekly trip for groceries from the fresh market, Brahms is proud to be a part of your family's tradition, Farm Fresh, for over 50 years. Proud partner of OU Athletics. Think about this, fellas, when we come back, What's still not good enough? What are we going to be uh, grinding on sports radio about this week? What do they have to work on before Texas Tech? Sooners win it 33-14. to 14. More of the postgame show coming up. Postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley right around the corner. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. And Duggan takes it. Shotgun snap. Back to pass under pressure. Hit and he's dropped. Marcus Stripling got him. It's a sack. Shotgun snap, Rattler, play action, rolling right, sets up, looks back left, throws deep down the middle, looking for Weiss, man falls, Weiss has it, then he stumbles, but he's down in the TCU territory. Another big passing play, and T. Weezy would have had him a walk-in touchdown if he could have kept his feet. University of Oklahoma and Sooner Sports Properties would like to thank our concession partners, Rib Crib, Chick-fil-A, Frito-Lay, Nacho Express, and Kona Ice. Sooner fans, be sure to catch the Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind every Thursday night, 7 p.m. on the Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. That's a great show. It's uh, 
the show every week when Plank and Gabe interview the assistant coaches. A lot of really good insight on that Coach's Corner show. Sooners win it here 33-14 to today, and we are awaiting the postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley coming up soon. In the meantime, Teddy, we've, we've heaped a lot of praise. Solid win today. What's got to be better still? I think penalties continue to be an issue. Now, I don't know what the final numbers were. It wasn't horrible uh, as far as numbers, but seven when they occurred was that was the bad part we had a, a blocked field goal that ended up turning into three points we had what was it a false start that ended up you know robbing us of three because of the uh, length of a field goal that we would have made uh, you know had we not had the five yard penalty so we had some pass interference calls you got to clean some of those up. You're going to accumulate some penalties. You're going to get some pass interference stuff. That's going to happen, but we can clean it up there. I think we're still in the running game. I think we're still not turning some of our nice gains into explosive runs. So that's something that they need to work on. Although we're improving there, it's still not up to what we've seen in previous years. Question. Mm -hmm. How much does the return of number 29 – if indeed we see Ramondre Stevenson back next week, help the running game. I think it'll help. I think he's a, a load to bring down. He's a big physical guy, and you know he's got the ability to run some of those, run through some of those tackles. Now, I I really like what Ramondre Stevenson brings, but even a year ago, he wasn't really our explosive play back. You know, he was he was kind of the in, the thumper on the inside and did some really good things out of that, not to downplay it, but, um, you know, him coming back should help, but that doesn't take away from the fact that we should be able to see Pledger and McGowan uh, break some of those. Defensively, tackling. We've still seen some plays that, you know, are a limited gain, maybe a first down, but because of poor tackling, turn into big chunk plays. So, you know, other than that, you know, pretty clean stuff. It's, it's really hard to find something to nitpick. Well, it's got to be better, okay? I, I don't think that Buki is going to grow anymore. Physically, so, height-wise. Height-wise. Yeah. So, I think that teams are going to continue to pick on that position for Oklahoma. There's no doubt. I mean, we've seen what's been put on film so far this year. But defensively, it, it can always be better, right? Maybe we didn't see as much production from the defensive line as we thought we might see in this football game but still I, I thought it was clean uh, guys were in good positions they they really when you go back and look at it they give up one explosive play like the, when you think like a big explosive play in the passing game and the more I watch that play the guy is getting tackled and he's going down and Justin Broyles knocks him back onto his feet <laughs> yeah so it's just a, a weird play that i think would have been a minimal game if something weird didn't happen and then offensively i think you got to continue to run it better and we're seeing this they're starting to find their groove running the football it was better against texas it was better again today and t row i'm with you I think Ramondre Stevenson coming back is a huge addition for this football team. They say he looks amazing right now. 
I'm, I've had some people tell me he looks like he's going to be a guy that will start on Sundays for an NFL team. Like, that's the improvement that they've seen from him throughout the offseason. That got me a little fired up to see him on the field in Lubbock, which we're expecting to see. We him. all believe we'll see him next week, right? Yep. Yes. We all believe we'll see Trajan Bridges next week, right? Yes. Yep. Do we all believe we'll see Ronnie Perkins next week? Yes. You said that with confidence. I, why'd everyone else shut up at that point? <laughs> I thought that was a group There's thing. There's nothing weird going on there. It's, it's a perfectly normal situation. <laughs> All right, we'll see. But no, yes, I, the, I do expect to see it. It will be the most anticipated pregame warm-ups in OU in a long, long but time. When you think about it, you, you could see – we're expecting to see Bridges and Ramondre Stevenson, right? The Perkins thing is a little weird. I think we're all trying to figure that out, but – possibility of seeing Jaden Hazelwood it hasn't yeah, been ruled maybe. out I mean and you look at another guy you're expecting to see who I think can be a difference maker for him in the slot he just hadn't been healthy Obi Obiallo is supposed to be back next week wow. Braden Willis is supposed to be back next week Jeez. now they got too many guys personnel versatility <laughs> yeah problem is you only play 11 guys at once all right, let's take a timeout. Post-game thoughts of Lincoln Riley coming up soon. Right, we got to find somebody who can turn the feed back on in here so we can watch some football during the post-game show. All the TVs just went off. That's not going to work. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Ball sits right on the midfield stripe, bottom of the big purple TCU logo. Ratliff, play action. Has a pocket, looking, looking, throws wide open, Mims at the 25, turns it up, 15 to the 10, cuts to the 5, reaches for the end zone, he's in! Marvelous Marvin Mims, a 50-yard touchdown! There's your OG&E power play of the game today, OG&E. We energize life. Sooners win it today over TCU, 33-14 here in Fort Worth. And it's time now for our post-game interview with Lincoln Riley, brought to you by the Oklahoma Highway Safety Office. We go downstairs to Chris Plank. Thanks a lot, Toby. Thanks a lot, Ted. I'm standing by here with Lincoln Riley. Coach, congratulations on the win. Complete team win today, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Took contributions on all three sides. You know, once again, made some big special teams plays. I thought defense was really, really tremendous all day. You know, limited a lot of the big plays. Um, did a good job tackling. You know, we were able to limit the run game quite a bit. Um, make them a little bit more one-dimensional, which that was the, the goal. So, you know, defense certainly certainly led our team. Um, offensively, you know, made some big plays. Uh, we're able to pop a few more big ones. Still had too many negative plays. A lot, lot, lot of stuff still to correct, but we're getting better. I mean, there's no no denying we're getting better, so just got to keep doing it. I liked uh, seeing the Butkus brain teaser out there on display that Teddy tried to trick you with. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. But, hey, speaking of that, how about Marvin Mims and his performance today and how he's progressing? Yeah, made some big plays. You know, the, the, the one was pretty open. He had a good finish. But the, yeah, the punt return obviously was a huge play, and then the, and then the uh, deep ball there in the yeah. uh, third quarter was was awesome. Just a one-on-one -on -one competitive play, and those are plays that we expect our guys to make, and he's making them. It really seemed like your receivers were attacking the football today, coming back and making plays. We did. We made a few. We thought there in the first half, there's a couple that we felt like that we should have made. You know, we really made a point of those guys that there was going to be one-on-ones out there with how aggressive TCU is in the secondary, and. 
and, and there was big plays to be made, and we had several guys step up and make them. Uh, two, two more quick ones. We'll let you get out. Spencer Rattler, a complete game, no turnovers. I, I know that uh, you, know, you, you just see him progress. It seems from our perspective. Yeah, no, he is. He is. I thought he played within himself most of the day, threw the ball extremely well, um, had a, you know, a very few mental mistakes, and like you said, did a good job taking care of it. So it was, uh, you know, he, he's, he's growing. What did it mean for this team to finish? You know, where we've been yeah. so close to just see him put yeah. uh, put put the finishing touches. Yeah, on we it. felt like we've been you know on the verge of it, and we like we said we had a good bye week. Guys have been able to stay on the field. Guys have been able to improve. So hopefully we can keep doing it. Congrats on the win, coach. Thank good you. luck next week. Appreciate it. Thanks. See you, Lincoln. Coach Riley in our post game interview presented by the Oklahoma Highway Safety Office, reminding you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together we can end DUI. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit OUTeacherofthegame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored at an OU football game and win $1,000. We'll take a timeout. Sooners win it here today in Fort Worth 33-14. We'll hear from Spencer Rattler next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Frogs going right to left, black jerseys, purple pants from their own 35, jet sweep, come back reverse, Whoa. and it's blown up! Jordan Kelly blew up the reverse back at the 27-yard line. A loss of eight. Hey, did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's on top of what Geico could already save you. What are you waiting for? Visit Geico.com to learn more. 33-14 the final today in Fort Worth. Sooners win it. Spencer Rattler's day. He went 13 of 22, 332 uh, passing yards, two touchdowns, no picks, and he stands by downstairs with our Chris Plank. Guys, we're down here with Spencer Rattler. Did you feel like that was your most complete game as a Sooner? Uh, personally, yeah. You know, I, I took what they gave me. Um, you know, felt like I ran the ball well when I needed to. Um, the offense was clicking. I mean, you know, we kept going three and out a couple times in a row, but, you know, we are, we're always going to fight and, and keep going. So, so was it hard to carry? I mean, I don't know if momentum carries over from game to game, but having a week off after the emotional game against Texas? Honestly, that was probably like we, we all love just, you know, some time to rest our body, of course. So, I mean, I, I guess that's big for us. We get to sharpen some things up you know, with film and practice. So, I mean, the bye week definitely helped us. What kind of uh, energy do you feed off a guy like Marvin Mims making plays like that? He was huge today. He's huge all the time. You know, he does the same thing in practice. Uh, he's a great player. He gets open whenever, it seems like. Just when he makes those big plays and we connect, it just feels good. What, what have you seen from his development? What's really stood out in what you've seen from the way he's developed? I mean, he's just his route running, just his, his capability to track the ball in the air. It's just it's different. <laughs> hands are nice, too. Very nice. I love the, uh, the, the deep shots you guys took today. Did you see something in the game plan? Did you see something as the game progressed? Yeah, I mean, you know, coming into the game, we had a lot of, a lot of plays dialed up to go deep. Uh, as long as those safeties didn't get in the way and a lot of those shots. You know, we had a couple missed ones as well. But, uh, you know, we left some on the table. But, you know, we hit a lot of them, too. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. I talked to you after Iowa State. Uh, talked to you after Texas, and I have the same question. What does it say about this team now going forward? You bounce back from adversity, big win Texas, bye week, and now you carried over. What does it say about this team going forward? We just keep fighting. I mean, that's it. We, we got all our guys. We're, you know, practicing well, you know, keeping that energy and, and, and our intent and focus, you know, on the right, on the right track. So we just keep that going. You know, we're, we're, we're trying to make a run here. Spencer, uh, two more quick ones. What have you seen in T.J. Pledger over the last few weeks in his confidence? He's hungry. You know, and I, I, 
I expect nothing less, you know, than, than what he does. So he's a great running back. You know, he's, he's going to be a, he's already a big part of our team and continuing to grow. And, and I asked you about the confidence you have in, you know, Marvin Mims. How about an Austin Stogner? It seems like you go to him in big situations a lot. Yeah, him and uh, Theo. <laughs> Theo, of course. You know, Theo, Theo and Stog are my go-tos as well. You know, <laughs> we've got a lot, a, lot of, a lot of options. Rambo as well. Um, Jay Hall, Mike. We've got a bunch of guys. So. And it seems like that Theo's confidence is just exploding right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We, I mean, we click well, so hopefully we all continue to grow more confident, play better. Congrats to them, man. Thank you. All right, man. Spencer Rattler, guys. Thank- Gabe Eichard, really the only thing, you know, you could tell Spencer Rattler's arm talent was off the charts early in the year, but uh, taking care of the football was a problem. Really can't really think of a situation today where he put the ball even close to a bad situation. No turnovers on the day and really not a questionable throw that I can think of. Yeah, you, you can't think of it because it didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> uh, it just didn't. Uh, he That's was. Why then, I guess. He was very efficient, very efficient in the past game. And guys, he's starting to look like the guy that we think he's going to be. And I, I really am encouraged. We we talked about moving forward with Ramondre Stevenson back in the mix with what we're starting to see from T.J. Pledger, with that offensive line getting going a little more. I think we saw just a little bit of what this offense is going to be, and it's going to be tough running game and then big, explosive plays down the field to Mims, Rambo, Weiss. This offense is going to be scary. I And I know that they've already dropped a couple, so it, it's discouraging, but this group looks like it's going to be really fun to watch moving yeah. forward I, I think that Rattler uh, they they have found the balance of what they want to do and those deep shots he he's got the talent to do it he's got a gift for ripping it deep Ted and I uh, I think we're going to con- continue to see this offense really grow over the next couple of weeks yeah you know when they push the ball vertical it changes everything and I thought Toby said it best during the game it just looks different coming out of Rattler's hand you know, those deep balls especially. I did say that. How would you like to be able to listen to us while synced up to your TV in the comfort of your home? You can't. Go to SyncMyGame.com to find out how. Sooners win 33-14. We'll hear from Isaiah Thomas next. We'll take a look at the final stats coming up as well. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Interesting formation on the line for OU. Duggan will keep it himself, and he runs right into Perry on Winfrey. Eight is enough. Smash. Winfrey, your Pizza Hut delivery of the game. When OU wins, you win free pizza. Visit Soonersports.com slash Pizza Hut for more details. Texas makes a field goal. Game tied in Austin. Baylor and Texas at 3-3, wait a second, there's a flag down. Stand by on that. Meanwhile, let's go downstairs. Sooners win it today, 33-14. Chris Plank is with Isaiah Thomas. In the midst of all the interviews going on, we get to talk to Isaiah Thomas, man. Um, you know, it was cool this week to hear you talk about being a Tulsa public school yeah. guy. First person from Memorial since 1970. And you go out and you keep representing. What was the key to this defense today, finding another level? Uh, I think the key for us this week, we, we, we steady harping on four quarters of football, not just first half, you know, or just the second half. And I think you can see that throughout all four quarters, how well we played. And uh, we were just harping on finishing. 
and playing uh, straight into the ball every single play. And, you know, everything that we, uh, we, we preached that uh, we showed in this first and second half of this game. So what do you feel like has clicked for you? What, what do you feel like has helped you find another level? For me, uh, personally, I believe my confidence is just through the roof right now. Like, uh, when I'm out there, I just play. I don't think too much. I get the play call, see what the front is, and I just do my job. And I think that's made me play at such a higher level than what I have in the past. And uh, just, just playing without thinking, just playing and having fun to make plays. The, the challenges of Max Duggan, versatile, mobile guy, their RPO game, um, wh- what was really kind of the focus in slowing that down and help you accomplish that today? Oh, well, I know the focus for me in particular and uh, also for this defense was stopping their quarterback. We know that their offense revolves around him, and uh, he wants to use his legs a lot and also throw the ball. So I, I, I started to read the offenses and started to read their O-line, started to see when it was RPO or shit if it was a true run. So really just shutting down their quarterback because that was the key to their offense. Yeah, you guys have talked about getting that fourth quarter. You did it today. So right. how does that build the confidence now going forward? Oh, it, builds, it builds a lot of confidence for us. And uh, we, we know we're just scratching the surface with how we finish. So it builds a lot of confidence for us. And we, we said to ourselves, we're not even playing our best. So imagine if we played our best to finish that game, we would have been a lot better. What have you seen from Perrion Winfrey and his development? Oh, Perrion, that's my boy. I, I love how, how much he's matured from the beginning of the season up to now. You can tell he, he plays with a lot of emotion, and you can see it after the plays he makes. And even the plays he doesn't make, he's up there hyping his teammates. And j- just his emotion out there and the way he plays and how productive he is. I know you watch it on the sidelines, so I want to ask you about Marvin Mims yeah. and seeing his development. You know, Spencer's doing a Zoom right behind us, and he was talking about this kid's confidence. What have you seen from Marvin when you watch yeah, him practice? Yeah, definitely his confidence. If you, just, if you didn't know anything about OU football, you wouldn't guess that he's a freshman. <laughs> he, he, he looks like he's been here for a couple of years now, and, and it's scary because imagine when he actually like, like gets good, like actually, because he, he's really good now, but imagine when he's like actually really experienced. So his confidence is through the roof. He plays at an electric level, and we, and we needed it, and it's amazing. Hey, you know, since we were talking about Perron and some other guys, let's talk about the backers. Brown Osmo active today, yeah. saw uh, the defensive backs get involved. But this was a total team defensive effort, wasn't yes. it? Definitely. Uh, the linebackers did a great job communicating with us today. We knew that they were going to tempo us a lot, and we knew that they were going to give a, a lot of unbalancing. They did a great job with getting us a cause and getting us set up right. And even with the rotation we had, they still did a great job communicating. Congrats, man. I'm happy for you, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate Good it. luck next week. Good job, Zeke. That was- I like that guy, Isaiah Thomas. This is the Bud Light postgame show. Whenever there's a Sooner game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. 33-14 the final. More postgame coverage coming up. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, Sooner football has been brought to you by Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Stores, farm fresh for over 50 years, Coca-Cola, no matter your favorite meal, it'll pair perfectly with a Coke, serve with a Coca-Cola, Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics, and by Professional Turf Products. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Duggan sends Barber in motion. Going to throw again under pressure. Steps away from one man. Now they got him wrapped up and he's dropped. It's a sack all the way back at the 15. Brian Osamoa and Nick Benito there. Sooners win at 33-14 today. Let's take a look at the final stats. We got more postgame interviews coming up in just a bit. Teddy, jump in anytime you hear something that catches your ear. Sooners had 23 first downs today to TCU's 18. OU ran it 45 times of their 67 plays Mm. for 166 yards. TCU 25 carries for only 75 yards. Sooners 332 passing yards to TCU's 276. So add all that up, OU 67 plays for 498 yards of offense. TCU ran 60 plays 
for 351. That's, you know, that what two-thirds of our plays were running plays, and that's about what we saw ratio-wise last year whenever we were at our best. That means you're up on people, you're closing them out, you're moving the chains on the ground. That's that's a good number. Riddle me this. Do you know who the most penalized team is in the Big 12 this year? Um, I was just looking at it this week. Uh, I'll give you the answer. Don't think too hard. The answer is uh, whoever oh, plays OU. Yeah. OU's technically Number one the most penalized team, but their their opponent has had w- more penalties than they have. Something yeah. about playing OU this year has forced the opponents into a ton of penalties. Yeah. TCU had 10 of them today. Well, I mean, a lot of it's pass interference, trying to keep up with our guys going down the field. I mean, I we saw some bad plays from TCU today. You know, penalties, undisciplined play. Like they're getting caught up in some of the jawing or something going out there on the on the field. They had some some bad penalties that really cost them any chance to hang around in the football game. So I don't know. Maybe there is something to that. But yeah, I mean, whenever you're playing a better team and you're getting blocked more and you're getting deep passes thrown on you, you've got to interfere or hold a little bit more against a better athlete. So it's it's really not that shocking considering the fact that I believe we've got by a pretty decent stretch, the most athletic roster in the Big 12. Oh, you had seven penalties called on them for 65 yards. Here's another interesting number this year. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. OU came into play today number two in the nation in time of possession. And they won significantly again today. Sooners add it for 33 minutes and 17 seconds to TCU's 26-43. Time of possession is usually a number I don't think you should put too much stock into. Is there... Anything about the way OU plays this year? Consistently, they've had the ball so much? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. A lot of times it, it doesn't mean things unless you're, you know, trying to make it mean something where you're playing a game where you're really trying to limit possessions for another offense. to to Like, let's say you play whoever we consider to be the other most explosive offense in the Big 12. Maybe it's Oklahoma State when you play them like we did last year and dominate the time of possession Mm -hmm. and keep their team off the field and keep it away from them, then I think it's a significant uh, statistic. OU defensively has been great on third downs this year. They were again today limiting TCU to 5 of 14. OU just 5 of 13 themselves on third downs. Well, I'd say this. One of the reasons we were so good on third downs is because we were so good on second down. We Second down was terrible for TCU today. Uh, they had a bunch of really bad plays that ended up putting them in third and 9, 10, 15, 20 yards. You're not going to convert those very regularly. Uh, one for one on fourth down for TCU. Sooners did not attempt a fourth down today. Let's pause right there. When we come back, we'll take a look at some individual numbers and more postgame interviews coming from the locker room. Sooners win at 33-14. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner football has been brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Ask an agent about how Shelter's auto policy includes roadside assistance. Learn more at shelter.com. And by Taco Mayo, fresh ingredients built to order. Bank of Oklahoma, long live your money. Also brought to you in part by Pizza Hut and by 
Raising Canes. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. You can send your questions to AskSooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. Doctor onto the field. He'll set up slot right. Trips out to the right. He's one of them. Now he'll send Stoops in motion behind the formation. Rattler back to pass. Looking, looking as all day. Lobs it for Weiss. Caught at the 30. Makes a swim move with the 20. Then he's pinned in and tackled there. Another big passing play. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Sooner Football 2019 with Lincoln Riley. Presented by Integra's Heart Hospital. Log on to Soonersports.com for airtimes on Sooner Sports TV. Speaking of Theo Weiss, he's downstairs with Plank. Theo Weiss, man, congratulations. Um, hey, kind of just a consistent question. What was really clicking out there for you guys? Um, honestly, just everything. You know, we, we put in a good two weeks of work. And, you know, you know, we're definitely taking a step in the right way. And, you know, I'm just excited to see where, what the future holds for us. How fun was it to see the deep ball in the game plan as much as it was today? That was awesome. You know, it's always fun getting those big shots. Uh, you know, we was excited. You know, we just stepped up when our uh, names was called, and we took advantage of the opportunities. That, the, developing that chemistry between you and Spencer, what's that process been like whenever there's so little practice that you've had leading up, you've had a couple extra weeks? What's that process like building chemistry between the two of you? Um, you know, that's just the work that, you know, that everybody doesn't see. You know, just staying after practice, coming in early before practice, working on just timing with the rouse, timing with everything. You know, Spencer been on us a lot with everything like that, so – and it, and it definitely shows on Saturdays. What, what, what kind of leader is Spencer then on that front? Is he, uh, is he a grinder? Is he uh, <laughs> you're nodding? He, he gets on you guys. Yeah, he's a grinder for sure. He, um, you know, just like Coach Riley, he, we want to see everything perfect in the offense. Um, if, if maybe something's off just a second in the timing, we're going we're gonna to reload it. We're going to do it again. You know, Spencer, he just wants us to execute everything perfect. Hey, final thought. Can you take us to that room? And we, we saw Marvin Mims break out. This, that's a competitive room. You take pride in seeing those guys play well, don't you? Uh, man, I was—I was probably was more happy than he was on his touchdowns. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Marvin, a great player, you know, and I, I'm, I'm just ready to see what he can do too. Congrats, Theo. Appreciate you. Theo Weiss today, three catches, 87 yards. Marvin Mims, the leading receiver for OU, four catches, 132 yards, two touchdowns. When you add in punt return and kickoff return yardage, he was up near 200 all-purpose yards today. On the ground, T.J. Pledger, 22 carries for the second consecutive game. He went for 122, so over 100 yards for the second straight game and a touchdown. Seth McGowan, 11 carries, 41 yards. We did not see Marcus Major today. And Brendan Radley-Hiles, Buki, the leading tackler today with nine. Uh, Teddy, you've got a mid-first bank player of the game today for OU? Pleasure. 22 rushes, 122 yards, a touchdown. I thought he was physical. I thought he did some really nice things in the open field. Um, you know, credit the offensive line for that, too. Uh, whenever he gets the the player of the game award. But I thought the real key was the fact that we were able to close out the game in the second half with the running game, moving the chains. And I'd give that to to TJ Pledger. Up around uh, five and a half yards per carry, which is a little more where you'd like to see it today as well. Midfirst Bank, premier partner of OU Athletics and your exclusive home for the OU credit and debit cards. Go to midfirst.com slash Sooners for details. Midfirst Bank, true to your money. When we come back, we will hear from the Midfirst Bank player of the game today, TJ Pledger. Sooners win it here in Fort Worth, 33-14. to 
This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Handoff, Pledger, big hole to the 15, to the 20, first down, outside 25, stiff arm to the 30, and he's pushed out into his own bench at the 34. 33-14, Sooners beat TCU today. Back downstairs, Chris is with TJ Pledger. Congrats, man. How did it feel out there today putting a complete game together? Man, it felt good um, being out there with my guys. You know, it was a big uh, away game that we knew we had to uh, come capitalize and just show our growth through the bye weekend. Can you take me through your confidence level right now, TJ, and mm-hmm. kind of what, how you feel and what you're seeing mm-hmm. and just what's, what's clicked for you? Mm-hmm. Man, I think uh, my old line has just done a tremendous job. You know, I never, I'll never fail to give them credit. You know, they open holes all game long, and um, you know, just being able to work with them guys and run, being out there with them, has just been amazing. What, what, what was clicking for you today? What'd you see? Um, you know, O line did their thing. You know, they opened up big holes, big holes, big O line did their thing, big O line. <laughs> love my O line, give my O line credit every time, every question. O line, receivers blocking everything. I love it. Hey, now speaking of receivers, I want to ask you about Marvin Mims. Mm-hmm. Made a couple of big catches today. This kid really seems to be developing. Mm-hmm. You see that on the practice field too, don't you? Yeah, you know, ever since Kent, we all we knew Marvin was special. You know, a diamond in the rough. I um, mean, he's just so humble. You know, it's it's, it's kind of it's a blessing to be around him. You know, he come to work every day, works hard, finishes all his runs, and um, it shows on Saturdays. How about the leadership of Creed Humphrey today to keep everybody Man, up? Man, uh, Creed, you know, big big leader, uh, always keep us together. You know, just in the huddle, being in the huddle with him. You know, being able to understand I got a vet like that at center is amazing. All right, man, I'll let you go on this. Spencer Rattler, what have you seen from his growth? Spencer, oh, he's doing amazing. Um, you know, he's back there, calm and collective, gaining his confidence, which is great to see. And, you know, everything's clicking. Congrats, man. Appreciate, Appreciate you. Good job, TJ, as always. Back-to-back 100-yard performances by TJ Pledger. Dr. Tim Shannon, Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics Exclusively are proud to present the junior captains of the game with your OU team captains at each home game. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, go to orthoexc. Com. Wrapping up the uh, final stats in this one brought to you by Taco Mayo. Individually for TCU, Max Duggan, 25 for 35, passing 276. One touchdown, no picks. He was sacked three times. DeMarque Foster, their leading rusher, five carries, 20 yards. That's it. You know what they did well today, Ted? They limited Duggan on the ground. Yeah, there was nowhere to go for Duggan. Um, I think people are going to start zeroing in on TCU. They're having a really difficult time blocking people up front. So you can bring pressure. um, You can rush three. You can rush four. Pretty much everything that you have is working. And, you know, later in the game, as they got a big lead, they started to take the pressure off a little bit and sit back and give him some of the underneath things. And he started to find a little bit of a rhythm. But, those plays at that point in the game aren't going to kill you. So um, it's it's going to be a long season for TCU if they don't come around on the offensive line. Sounds like they may have lost another mm. starting offensive lineman today as well. Tay Barber, their leading receiver, six catches for 70 yards and another big tackle day for Garrett Wallow, the linebacker. He had 11. Sooner football brought to you by Bank of Oklahoma. Long live your money. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, still one more interview for you. Buki standing downstairs next to Chris Plank. We'll hear from him. Uh, Stats Kelly's got some final numbers for us to look at. The scoreboard not quite done yet here in Fort Worth. Sooners win it 33-14. to 14. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG. 
on the Sooner Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa credit and debit card. Allstate, protecting you has no off-season. You're in good hands with Allstate. And by Mercy. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Second and five play action this time. Rattler rolling right, sets up, looks deep, lets it fly for Mims down the sideline. He caught it! It's a touchdown, Marvin Mims! Wow! Hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app in order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk presented by AT&T with head coach Lincoln Riley on Tuesdays from Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue in Norman at 7 o'clock. Last week, uh, Teddy pointed out a play that uh, Lincoln used during today's game. Uh, so who knows? Maybe that'll happen next week again. I use it a lot. A they used it 2018 in this game to C.D. Lamb. They used it in this year's Oklahoma-Texas rivalry. So, yeah, they go to it. That was Drake Stoops today. Was it uh, was it Mims or Rambo that caught it? Mims? I feel like maybe maybe it was Weiss. Could be wrong. Weiss. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That, uh, we're we're going to name the play after you sooner or later. I'm pretty huh. sure I saw Lincoln look up here and wink after he called it today, but we'll see if they uh, use it again on down the line. Sooners win at 33-14. One more interview for you. Buki downstairs with Plank. So much talk, Buki, about fourth quarters. What was it that helped push you guys over the top and play a full game today? Uh, just the emphasis throughout the week of practice, uh, just making sure that we finish, just speaking on it, doing the actual, you know, not just going through the motions, just actually making sure that we make plays and getting off the field. More so, it was just an emphasis thing throughout the whole week, so we wanted to make sure that we actually did it. What, um, Max Duggan's a challenging guy to defend, but yeah. you had success. Yeah. The defensive line really seemed to be the difference maker in that, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Uh, definitely. They get, pressure on the, they get pressure on the quarterback, and then that kind of, it, it makes our job easier, you know. It, it, it allows us to just focus on our techniques, focus on what we have to do, and the D-line just makes, you know, I love them. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> what, what is, what's key that, you think? You know, Isaiah's playing really well. It's yeah. almost like they found another level. Yeah. I, they're balling, all of them, honestly. Honestly, I love it. But really it's just their preparation. You see it throughout the week of practice. You know, they, they come to practice ready to play. We all do. And we speak on it. You know, it's not just something that, you know, it's just you just know, but you don't say. It's something that we speak on. We pride ourselves on it. And we just make sure that we always going to get quarterback pressure at all times. Can, can you take me through? you got a lot of uh, youngins out there with you, you know, and watching guys like Crudeau uh, and seeing Woody Washington and yeah. others in the secondary. Yes, sir. Um, and you're still relatively young yourself, but it's almost as if a leadership role. What's that been like for you? Uh, it's, it's very different, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great position and role to be in, you know. But I honestly – I. We all have to work just as hard. You know, we, if you're a leader in that, in that secondary right now, you have, you have to hold that standard, you know. And if you're younger in that, in that secondary right now, you have to live to that standard. So every day we come to practice ready to work, and Coach Grinch provides a great uh, plan for us every week. You, you obviously are someone who uh, has high expectations of yourself. Yes, you're sir. very critical of yourself. Yes, sir. How do you block out that noise, and how do you get focused on just being the best bookie you can be? Uh, really, it's just an internal feeling. It's just self-talk, you know, just making sure that I'm okay at all times. And I, I always make sure before I go to sleep, before I walk out on that field, just be you. You know, that's just a, a thing that I always say, and it's something that – it's just a self-talk thing. This is a, com- this is a confident defense right now, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah. But confidence with, within the consistency that we've done. You know, it's not something that, that's just – 
talk. You know, it's, not, it's, it's, it's built through consistency. And then a final thought. I, I got to ask about Marvin Mims to see him have his breakout game. You go up against him in practice all the time. How fun Every was day. that to see? Every day. Uh, uh, that's my boy, man. He's so humble. That's what I love about him most. But, you know, he's going to be a big guy for this program for years to come. So I, I'm looking forward to it, definitely. Congrats, man. Proud of you, bud. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. That's You're awesome. As always, Brendan Radley Hiles. I'll tell you, that kid's been a lightning rod since the moment he stepped on campus. He saved the game against TCU a year ago in Norman. He certainly has been the subject of criticism maybe even today he was the leading tackler today with uh nine i'm not sure the the 12 men on the field penalty was his fault on the uh blocked field goal but he's an impressive young man if you've ever had the opportunity to talk to or in that case there listen to brendan radley hiles he's an impressive young man so no and he's he has he's come a long way from whenever he was first thrown out there on the field as a true freshman so uh, is he where he needs to be in the grand scheme of things? No, he needs to continue to get better, but he's come a long way. Stop on by your hometown Whataburger and try their one-of-a-kind patty melt with two all-beef patties, grilled onions, Monterey Jack cheese, their famous creamy pepper sauce, all on Texas toast. It's like telling your taste buds how much you love them. We'll take a timeout. Final segment when we come back. Got some more stats for you and a look at the scoreboard. Sooners win it here, 33-14. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Max Duggan, back to pass, looks left, pulls it down, looks back middle, still dancing, flush back right, now he's hemmed in and he's dropped. It's another sack. Back at the six, Corey Roberson, I believe, gets his first career sack. Snap back, hold down, kick is right down the middle. And so the Sooners push their lead to 33-14 with 26 seconds to go. Duggan, on the last play of the game, Lobs it out to the back. Zach Evans got it. He's at midfield. Tripped up by Deshaun White. Win column. Sooners. Game over. And the final score on this Saturday afternoon in Fort Worth. It's Oklahoma 33 and TCU 14. And welcome back for the final time into the broadcast booth here at Amy Carter Stadium. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Whenever there's a Sooner game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly got some final numbers for you from stats Kelly great to have stats with us live in the booth today it was a day of big plays Spencer Rattler had passes of 50 44 43 and 33 today 170 of his passing yards came on those four throws neither team had a turnover TCU was held to one first down in the third quarter in fact they started the second half with four consecutive punts Marvin Mims had two touchdowns today. That's now six touchdowns for him in his first five games, the most ever by an OU freshman through his first five games, surpassing Ryan Broyles and C.D. Lamb, who each had five. Mims goes for 193 all-purpose yards on the day. Sooners held the Frogs to only 75 yards rushing, 36 in the first half, 39 in the second half. 34 of those yards came on Max Duggan's run on their last scoring drive. So almost half their yards came on that one run. Other than that, they would have held uh, TCU to under 50 yards rushing. Interesting numbers there. Time now for our Jana King clean sweep of scores from around the country. Interesting things going on out there, Ted. Alabama out in front of Tennessee, 28-10, second quarter, no surprise. In the Big 12, nearing halftime. 
Oklahoma State 14, Iowa State 7. Yeah, Iowa State looks like they've got the ball, maybe a chance around midfield to go down and put some points on the board before halftime. But uh, that's a fun game there. It's a big game for our future and what it means for the rest of the season for Oklahoma. Opening day in the Big Ten, Indiana leading Penn State midway through the second quarter now 16-7. to Looks like they've just scored. And Wake Forest up on number 19, Virginia Tech, 17 to 10 nearing halftime. Number three, Notre Dame, five minutes to go second quarter, up on Pitt, 14 to three. Earlier today, number one, Clemson pulled away from Syracuse, 47 to 21. Number five, Ohio State in their opener. They got a test in the first half, but pulled away in the second from Nebraska, 52 to 17. Mac Brown's Tar Heels beat NC State, 48-21. Kansas State stays unbeaten in the Big 12 with a big win over Kansas, big in terms of lopsided score, 55-14. to And Coastal Carolina into the rankings this week, and they win again today, 28-14 to over Georgia Southern. There will be one more Big 12 game that will kick off here in just over a half hour in Lubbock today. Interesting game, West Virginia at Texas Tech. Of course, we will be in Lubbock next Saturday night for a primetime tilt against the Red Raiders. That's a 7 p.m. kickoff next Saturday. That's your Jana King clean sweep of scores from around the country. Jana King is the king of clean. In fact, speaking of Lubbock, let's take a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. Our pregame coverage begins at 5 p.m. next Saturday, late afternoon for you. We'll be under the lights on Halloween night on the high plains of West Texas as the Sooners and Red Raiders, they have certainly played some strange and, in some cases, haunting games against each other through the years. We'll see what they've got in store for us next Saturday. We'll have it all covered for you beginning 5 o'clock with the pregame show here on the Sooner Radio Network. This look at upcoming OU events brought to you by Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Final thought, Teddy, what's your headline today for OU? Boy, the running game is back, um, at least it was when it, the numbers weren't overwhelming, but having the success that we needed whenever uh, we had to have it was there. And, and that's that's a good thing. You know, one of the big things for me was the first time in a long time we didn't lose the turnover battle, you know. And even though we didn't take one away, we didn't give any up. And that's how you keep teams down and don't let them turn the momentum and get back in the game and get a short field and punch in a touchdown. So winning the turnover battle or at least not losing it is a big factor for Oklahoma. Oklahoma has an advantage almost over not almost everyone in the conference, literally everyone in the conference. And whenever we start yielding the football and giving them extra possessions, that levels the playing field. We've got to stop doing that. And today it shows how good we can look whenever we don't lose that turnover battle. The Oklahoma Highway Safety Office is a proud sponsor of OU Athletics and wants to remind you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together, we can end DUI. Visit enduiok.com for more information. Thanks again to our great crew today, Teddy Lehman, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichard, spotter Greg Blackwood, Dennis Statskelly, our engineer and producer Drake Dyken, and Daniel Anderson back in our Sooner Network studio. Final score one final time here from Amon G. Carter Stadium in Fort Worth. It was Oklahoma 33 and TCU 14. Until next Saturday night in Lubbock, 7 o'clock kickoff, 5 o'clock the pregame show. This is Toby Rowland saying Sooners win.
and Boomers Sooner, everybody. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, Sooner football has been brought to you by Homeland Grocery, locally owned by our employees. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And by OU Medicine, number one in the field. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.